0: I've been fortunate to be a part of the Greensboro Senior Games for the past eight years. This past week, we completed all the track and running events. Once again, this year did not disappoint. The oldest female participant, Dot Sowerby, in the 85-89 to year old age group competed in every event. Her smile at the finish line is infectious. I'm working on her appearance for an upcoming episode. I love every participant and continue to be inspired, but as always, my favorite is Dick Rosen. At age 90, his incredible drive to participate is amazing. As like Dot, he competed in every event. However, unlike previous years, due to a back injury, he was only able to walk every event, including the 5K, which he finished in 70 minutes and 59 seconds. Pretty respectable. As I congratulated him on his accomplishment, his response was, thank you, but I would have been faster if it wasn't for my back. I'm sorry you had to wait so long. Honestly, I would stay there all day if I had to. If that were not enough, he is scheduled to participate in the 10K next week. For those that may have missed my interview with Dick during mile number five, I encourage you to take a view into why Dick Rosen continues to be a great example of how to stay active. Hey everyone, this is Pete Barusic, and I want to welcome you to this edition of the Weathered Athlete Podcast, a place for us to honor those athletes that refuse to go quietly into the night. As a weathering triathlete and a physical therapist, I will spend my time talking with those athletes that continue to make the necessary repairs and continue to move forward. They may have a few cracks in their foundation or a squeaky step, and their patinas may continue to fade, but they are no less glorious than years prior. In fact, I feel they have more heart and resolve as they have weathered and can provide the pathway to set the standard that we should all live by. My goal is to determine what sets these individuals apart from the rest of society, After the discussion is over, I encourage you to stick around and hear a breakdown from a physical therapist's perspective of how this weathering athlete is able to keep moving forward. Don't forget to hit subscribe, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Today I am honored to have 90-year-old semi-retired physician Dick Rosen from mile number five. He's been a participant at the Greater Greensboro Senior Games for over 20 years and his incredible ability to know all the details has worked to keep my co-track event coordinator Alan and I on our toes and on schedule at all times. His quest to educate himself and those around him is evident after just a few minutes talking with him. I ask you to find me another 90-year-old still attending medical conferences or using Zoom since he is unable to be on hospital grounds due to COVID. His willingness to set up a mini research project early this summer at age 89 to prove to his granddaughter the benefits of carbon fiber blade shoe technology is epic. We spend time talking about the benefits of running and playing tennis into his 90s and how he has kept himself active over all his years. I hope you enjoy this mile-long conversation with an athlete and lifelong learner that continues to show me what is possible, no matter what your age on your driver's license may say. I hope you enjoy.
1: Pete? Yes. Hi.
0: How are you doing?
1: Fine, and you?
0: Good. Do you have a few minutes to talk? Yes. Okay. So how how did tennis go yesterday? Fine. No problems with the heel?
1: Uh, It hurt mildly, but it didn't flare. And I'm playing again tomorrow, and I'm confident that I'm uh, on my way to recovery.
0: That's good. I'm glad to hear that. So, yeah, like we talked the other day, I just, what I'm doing is just talking to people and trying to find out, one, I want to find out your secrets, <laughs> see how you're able to keep doing what you're doing, if you have any tricks. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel fortunate, uh, and uh, I, I guess I'm lucky that my motivation to be active is Relatively strong and pretty persistent. Um, You know, there are times where everybody's motivation flags, but it's not enough to keep me from being active.
0: That's good. So have you always been active your whole life?
1: Pretty much. uh, I would think probably the least active was... In uh, the year, I w- the years I was in medical training, uh, the uh, med medical school, and then the uh, next uh, several years, uh, I interned, spent eighteen months in the Navy, most of it on ship where I didn't do anything, uh, and then uh, had. Her residency that uh, was three and a half years, I was in practice for a while in California. That time I was active, but then I had a fellowship at Duke uh, and was uh, oh moderately active that year. But since then, I've been in practice here um, and was relatively active that, that whole time until now.
0: Okay. Has it always been running in tennis?
1: Uh, It was only tennis until April 1st, 1973. Um, If you've got time for the long-running version of the story, uh, I had made a trade with covering for other doctors for two hours and then had a chance to play tennis at Latham Park between 2 and 4 that afternoon. Well, it rained as I got there, and it was just a brief shower. But by the time uh, we were permitted on the courts, there was only time to play for 15 minutes. And then I had to come back home and cover for uh, several other people in another practice for the next couple of hours, and I felt quite frustrated. But there was enough time to run around the block twice uh, before showering. And I realized I was 42 at the time and losing tennis matches because I didn't have enough stamina to win in the end. Okay. Um, And I realized that if I just ran around the block a couple of times after I finished tennis, that I might improve my stamina. And that worked. And I uh, did that all the time just uh, after tennis and just one mile for 18 months. But then the following year, in the fall of 1974, uh, as it got cooler, it obviously wasn't satisfactory to just run around the block twice. So I ran one house further each time. And the next thing you know, I was running two miles after (laughs) tennis and, Pretty soon, I was quitting tennis and only running. Really? And that that year on Christmas Day, it was rainy, and I couldn't do anything else except run, and I ran seven miles. And then I pretty much stopped tennis altogether the next 20 years. Wow. And ran uh, about one race every month, uh, a handful of marathons, but mostly... Either ten ks or ten miles or half marathons, and it was the beginning years of the Greensboro Running Club, and um, it, it was there was a lot of camaraderie with it. Mm-hmm. We went on trips to the uh, Virginia ten miler in Lynchburg, and uh, the uh, the marathon in Charlotte, and uh, there was a masters marathon in Raleigh and uh something called the All American Marathon in Fort Bragg. Okay. And I ran uh in Boston twice. I didn't qualify. Okay. But there was a doctors organization that with an additional entry fee and they had red numbers but it was the same race as the Boston Marathon. And I did that in 1970 uh Seven and seventy-eight. Okay. But I, the the last marathon I ran was when I was forty-nine. I was trying to get ready for one a few years later and pulled a quadriceps. It's the only time I've ever had a quadriceps injury. Wow. But that broke that that up. Uh, I often, I would say that I've had at least one injury every five years. That would mean I, I, I. uh, an absence of several weeks to a few months. Um, and most of the time I've tried to keep fit with alternate activities, almost always swimming. Okay. Uh, riding a stationary bike is another uh, way if, if uh, it was an injury to where I could ride the bike. Um, but I've been fortunate that there was never a career-ending injury. This latest pain in my heel made me worry that it might be plantar fasciitis, which um, I don't know if you've dealt with people with that, but many of my friends uh, had their running days ended by plantar fasciitis, but this is not that, fortunately.
0: That's good. So then how long have you been involved with the Senior Games?
1: Uh, Well... Uh, probably uh, twenty plus years I'm not sure when okay. i started uh, but I, it wasn't until I closed my office in nineteen ninety seven and I began to be involved in shortly thereafter
0: okay so how old how old were you then
1: uh I was born in nineteen thirty so I was in my upper sixties then
0: Okay, so you practiced into your 60s and then, um, yeah, because are you officially... After
1: that, I worked, but I was a part-time job teaching the interns and residents at Cone Hospital, and even though I stopped doing that uh, in the clinic after five or six years, I still make uh, some of the talks to the interns and residents. The most recent was in June this year.
0: Okay. Yeah, I thought that I'd heard that you're still going... going to conferences, too, or doing... Um... Yeah,
1: right. But these days, it's all Zoom.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes well, it I easier. You can just in... do it from home.
1: Well, yeah, I I uh, have not been in the hospital property since the shutdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you... Did you officially turn 90 yet, or when is that this year?
1: Uh, It was... Uh, Today's the 29th, 18, uh, yes, 18 days ago.
0: Well, happy belated birthday.
1: Well, thank you, Pete.
0: So you're officially 90 now. Yes. Yeah. I, I I wish that the senior games were going on this year. I know you were excited about trying to compete as the baby in your age group.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the, the decrement, the falling uh, of the competition the The further the older you are, the steeper that fall is,
0: yeah, yeah, I know that so you have you been to states correct? Yes, and how's the competition there been each year?
1: Well, it gets thinner and thinner as time goes by uh when I started uh it was several years before I even won the first medal um but eventually uh this past year I was um first in in all the running events I entered most of which oh no uh, there were in the in the dashes I finished um third in the 50 and 100 and I think uh second in the 200 and 400 but there were no, was nobody else in the 800 1500 and 10k Okay. So I had three firsts and a couple of seconds and a couple of thirds. Uh, that kind of I didn't I didn't begin to achieve at that level until I hit the eighty-five to eighty-nine group.
0: Okay. What? Yeah, because there was a lot more competition at the eighty
1: to eighty-four. Yeah, um, and one of the things that I was able to do last year was. Uh, run the 10 K in which I was the only entrant, uh, then go throw a basketball, excuse me, then throw a softball. And all these events were at, at separate venues, several miles apart in Raleigh, which I'm not familiar with it. The, uh, how to get from place to place. I did have, uh, both ways and a, uh, a printout of, uh, the directions. In any event, uh, after the uh, softball throw, uh, I then had to play a singles tennis match. Uh, and when I finished that, I uh, ate some lunch and then went to the basketball shooting venue. And uh, it was a voting day, and I had trouble parking. And when I finally got there, I had to persuade the lady registering people to let me do it. Mm -hmm. That was their closing time. I didn't get to practice. I didn't Um, medal. Two years ago, I had actually made all three shots from the three-point line and was first in the division. Now, I was cut. I was in a very small high school, but I never made the basketball varsity team. Okay. But here I was, first in my age group in the state in basketball shooting in my mid-80s.
0: <laughs> that is great.
1: <laughs> there was another year I was second and another year I was third. And uh, I live at Wellspring, and they put up a hoop uh, here, and I could practice every day for a month before the uh, event. And I would just shoot from the six positions where they have it in the games and uh well I never um made more than 12 of the 18 shots the year that I made all three from the three point line uh it was that couldn't happen once in a thousand times <laughs> but it did
0: that's good so do you still shoot baskets now
1: uh if they uh, before the uh shutdown I had begun to, I think, five or six times, but then when the shutdown for COVID came uh, and they canceled the city games, I haven't done it since. It was only the month before both the city and the state games that I would uh, shoot the baskets.
0: Okay. Now, how about tennis? How's the competition for tennis been?
1: Well, I'm not in an age group thing. Oh, last year I won a match, and that got me to the finals. There were only four in the 85 to 89. The guy who beat me in the final uh, had gone to nationals in Albuquerque, New Mexico. um, The year before, he'd won three matches, and they told him uh, that his next match would be in an hour and a half. It was 95 degree heat, uh. and uh, he promptly fainted, was taken to the emergency room, defaulted, and eventually they just decided it was not his heart that was a problem, but just a, a reflex reaction called the vagal-vasal vagal, yeah. vag, vagal, syndrome, but his hospital charges were... Twenty-five thousand dollars. He was defaulted out of his tennis match, and he was uh, a little enraged that they would want him to go back out on the court after an hour and a half. Yeah, in
0: ninety-five
1: degree heat. At yeah, and age eighty-five. But he he beat me soundly. I wasn't a person who could have uh, gone to nationals and had those kind of records. He yeah. was just eighty-five. Um, and he was spry and he had good strokes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So are his you...
1: name is Haberman and it'll be interesting to see how he does in the future.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I, the hope is that the games will still go on next year. Um, in, right. I think the Tampa. Uh,
1: national finals, I may have mentioned this to you when we talked earlier, uh-huh. they're in Fort Lauderdale next year in November. Um, it's pretty warm, even in November in yeah. Florida, uh, and I'm sure that the field will be quite crowded, even in the '90s.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think with it being in Florida, you're uh, there's. I think there's probably more of a local uh, group to pull from, so I'm sure it's going to be pretty competitive. Yes. Yeah. Now, do you, play, you How often are you playing tennis a week right now?
1: just twice uh the the groups that i were was in last year some of the people um are are not playing at all and i'm um i'm in a group where the skill level uh is as low as mine um and uh i'm comfortable playing with those people
0: Okay. How old are they? Are they around the same age as you, or is it very...
1: I think I'm the oldest at this point. Okay. But only by, you know, maybe five or six years. Uh, There may be one or two people my age that we don't go around with our age on our T-shirts or anything. (laughs) I I, I don't know for sure. But there are elderly people. Yeah. There are a couple of women in it that are somewhat younger.
0: Yeah. Now, how do you you feel like you move around the court okay?
1: Oh, I can't get to balls that I might have even last year or the year before. Yeah. Everything is slowed down. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I try and um, even if I'm out of position, I think I can, if the ball is within my reach, I may not be in great position to really whack at it, but I can at least... Extend my arm out and get it back over the edge, over the over the other side of the net.
0: That's good. Are you do, playing more doubles? Then does that make
1: it's only doubles? It's
0: only doubles. Yeah, only doubles. yeah that's the
1: only, only time I played singles uh, in the last several years was in the senior games, and often I would persuade somebody to hit with me, hit singles with me before I went to the states. Okay, uh, so that I have some experience of trying to cover that whole court but yeah. it's it's really uh, impossible for me to get from either one side or up to, up to cover a drop shot and then back to cover a lob yeah. over my head yeah. that that's a winning um a pair of shots against me anytime
0: yeah yeah i'm sure have you had any falls
1: uh yes uh I had one fall, I think it's 2013, where I was running in towards a drop shot and hit my knee and the uh, top of the patella, about a millimeter, uh, there was a, a, a tiny fracture and a partial rupture of the quadriceps tendon. Okay. And uh, I wasn't allowed to do anything for several weeks. I could ride a stationary bike um and walk but that was about it in fact i told bird fields that i'd been walking several miles a day and he said no no that's terrible and i said why is that he said because you want the balance between your quadriceps and your hamstring and the walking only strengthens your already stronger hamstring making the balance that much more out of line okay and so it was uh only several weeks later that I went back to walking and running and I didn't play. I went to physiotherapy um, and they gave me some sort of these expandable bands and also I uh, several exercises that I did on stairs. Okay. Um, and and uh, it was two or three months before I was uh, able to start running and and then uh, also playing tennis. Okay. Um, That was the only fall, but I've been hit just above the eye with a follow-through of my partner when we both went for the same ball. Okay. And needed eight little stitches above the eyebrow. And uh, I'm left-handed, and I wear long sleeves because I've had some skin cancers. And when I take my... uh, shirt off often including yesterday i find a lot of black and blue spots yeah. uh, and yesterday there actually was an abrasion uh oh extending an inch or an inch and a half long uh, uh that i didn't know about i didn't know when it happened but it obviously happened while i was playing okay and uh but fortunately i've not had any falls with a broken bone
0: yeah that's good
1: somebody i was uh, who lives in the same neighborhood um, we had carpooled to tennis using his uh, bmw and uh, he fell broke his hip and i um uh, the ambulance took him to the hospital But I had to drive his BMW, which I wasn't familiar with at all, and and couldn't adjust the side-view mirrors uh, properly, but managed to get it first to the emergency room, where I met his wife, and then eventually drove it back to his home. Um, But uh, we're close friends even now, but at the same time, I didn't expect to be called to drive his car after he broke his hip. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I've been fortunate that the tennis injuries have not really uh, kept me from starting up again. There are a lot of people who, after a fall or two, just stop thinking that they just don't want to have a fractured hip. I also have osteoporosis despite the fact that I've been doing weight-bearing exercises for all these years. Um, My mother died from it, and I'm pretty sure there's a genetic predisposition to it.
0: Okay. Are you doing a lot of strength training?
1: Uh, I do. Uh, The gym is closed, but uh, in the last... Uh, five or six days, I've been back in the gym, uh, and so we have a half-hour time, and so I, I only do it every other day, so the, today was, the, I think, the fourth time that I've started weightlifting again. I started with weights that are about 60 to 80 percent of what I had been doing comfortably before, and I'm gradually uh, building it back up it takes all i can to do the 60 to 80% <laughs> yeah. but uh i've been living here using the machines for like 6 years now and had not had to decrease the weights uh since i started here it's not the same as real weights it's compressed air
0: yeah okay but the,
1: num- the numbers don't correspond to pounds um the thing where you push with the legs Uh, i was doing uh, 242 but i think it was probably about 50 pounds okay Um, the, the numbers don't correspond to anything but i think they're uh consistent within each other internally consistent
0: okay so you were doing leg press what other things were you doing
1: Four other machines that involve the arms, uh, pushing and pulling, uh, and uh, uh, pushing the arms up, uh, out, and uh, the the other one is pulling the arms down okay. from an elevated position. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't say what's uh, it, it, there. They're really all, well, there's one machine where it's extension, but most of the time it's flexion.
0: Okay, so you're doing like a lat pull down, a chest press, maybe a seated row. So you're pretty much doing all the muscle groups of the arms.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, the reason why the only machine I use with the legs is the leg press. is Mm -hmm. There are two other leg machines they have there, and I think they increased my tendency to have back pain. I have some spinal stenosis. And for uh, two or three times, I've been out for a couple of weeks with severe back pain. And I think those machines may have had something to do with it. It, If I go on long trips and have a heavy duffel bag and have to lift that uh, first out of the car uh, to get at the airport and then to put it on the uh, the weight thing at the airport, and then mm. when I pick it up from baggage claim, uh, that's enough to uh, instill uh, some back pain. It's not always going to be severe for two weeks, but a couple of times it
0: yeah. has been. Yeah. And then um, are you doing any stretching? Never. Never, okay. Uh,
1: I tried it once a long time ago. There's a uh one of the writers in runners world uh said that stretching only made him uh, more likely to become injured, and that's all I needed to stop stretching
0: <laughs> okay so then you're so you're just doing the strengthening and have you always done strength training
1: no uh okay. that began about two thousand one um uh, And there was this woman who had a rotator cuff uh, that needed surgery. And I said, well, what did you do for that? She said, nothing. And she said that her uh, medical uh, advisors told her to do weight training to help prevent it. And that started me. Okay. Um, At that time, I used my silver sneakers. Card um, at Julie Luther's place.
0: Yep. Okay. But
1: when I moved to Wellspring, that you know, it, just having it here, yeah, it's so handy that I yeah. stopped going to her place.
0: Okay. how How many days a week are you running right now?
1: Well, you know, I'm, I haven't run since July second when I had the increase in heel pain. Uh, before that, it was probably. Five or six days. Now, two thirds to five sixths of what I do is walking. Yeah. I only run uh, briefly uh, and then recover for quite a while. Uh, If I'm running in the neighborhood or walking and running in the neighborhood, uh, I'll usually find downhills to run. Okay. If I'm on the track, I start at the beginning of the straightaway. It used to be that if I took 40 strides, just counting the ones with my right leg, that I could go maybe two-thirds of the straightaway. But my stride has become progressively shorter, and now it's just barely over the half of the straightaway, like 50 yards. Okay. Um, And this is with 80 steps, so you can picture how short the stride has become.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how many miles do you think you're doing each time you go out? Are you tracking that?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, It's not accurate, but it's close. On hot days, the most I can do is about three miles. On cooler days, particularly if I've had a good night's sleep and and I feel frisky, I've gone as far as seven miles, and I used to try and do that at least once a week. But that was the long run. Okay, yeah, uh, three or four or five would be more likely an average, and usually the schedule gets in the way I wouldn't not run if there's time for it, okay uh, but there's enough going on that uh and most of the running I do is in the morning uh if I don't get it done by after by noon, I just won't do it. I think my circadi circadian rhythm. It's kind of locked in that I'm. Uh, my hormones are probably more in tune with exercise in the morning than later yeah. in the day.
0: Yeah. And plus, it's so hot in the afternoon here; it makes it a little bit harder to to do stuff. So, if I my yeah, math... but even
1: in the middle of the winter when it's cooler in the yeah. morning and that's a detraction, I okay. still only do it in the morning.
0: Yeah. If I do the math, it looks like you're you're at least doing twenty miles a week.
1: Yes, it's it's been um, uh, mo- mostly in the low twenties, but the highest that I can remember was about thirty-one.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: That that was not that's not a frequent yeah. total. That was uh, an exceptional week. I think think that included two of the sevens, which is kind of freaky. Yeah. Uh, it just happened that I had the time those days and uh, just wanted to get out and do it.
0: Yeah, that's good. But I
1: didn't keep it up at thirty-one. That, that was an exception.
0: Yeah, um, that's good though. So if you had, if you could go back to your fifty-year-old self, what advice would you tell you, tell yourself?
1: Well, I I think I played it about right. I don't think I yeah. interfered with other aspects of my life in terms of um, parenting or um, work or anything like that. Um, And I I would, at that time, not start running until the end of the day. And while I was running marathons, my weekday marathon would be between 9 and 10.30 at night. Okay. Uh, But uh, I haven't been able to do anything like that that late for many, many years. Uh, But while I was in practice... I wouldn't start thinking about exercise till I'd gotten all the work that I needed to do out of the way. Yeah. And so that was just at the very end of the day. Okay. I'm fortunate in that it, it didn't mean it didn't interfere with my just getting into bed and going to sleep right away after that. Okay. For some people they can't do that.
0: Yeah. How is your sleep? Do you get it? Uh... I,
1: I sleep Perfectly well. Okay. uh, Usually um, I'm asleep by the time my head hits the pillow.
0: Okay, and how many hours do you think you're getting most nights?
1: Eight. Okay. Uh, um, There are days that I get up at uh, 6.30 or 7. These days the tennis starts at 8.30, so I'm getting up at quarter of 7. And that means that I'll go to sleep at 10.45. Okay. Uh, I'm not that... Uh, strict about it. Sometimes I'm staying up so that it's only seven and a half, but yeah. r- rarely less than that. Okay. And if there's nothing happening, I could sleep 10 hours and uh, be uh, well rested then.
0: That's good. Now, can you. Most
1: of the time it, it's eight, though.
0: Okay. Can you tell me that story again about uh, doing the test on the shoes? Um, about your the with the the plate oh yeah um, what was that
1: after hearing that this is such a thing as the carbon fiber plate i read a bunch of reviews that said it increases speed uh, even for slow runners um i have a 19 year old daughter who lives with her boyfriend and he's faster than she is but they run together um uh, and I thought it would be nice if I bought her some of these shoes that kind of propel you forward, and uh, she said no. Uh, She thought that was only for fast runners, so I bought a pair for myself and ran trials uh, seven different times. I ran the 100 meters uh, with the fast shoes and also with the slow shoes, and it was pretty convincing. Five of the seven times I was faster with the, uh, shoes with the carbon fiber plate once it was tied and once I was faster with the older shoes. Um, I still haven't been able to convince my granddaughter, (laughs) but at that time I began to have the right heel pain that's kind of kept me from doing, uh, any running since then. Okay. Uh, so,
0: so which shoes are you going to use when you start running again
1: oh those shoes uh, one of the findings in the 70 reviews is they fall apart after about two to three hundred miles yeah. so the only distance I ran with them was the seven trials I did okay. not run in the neighborhood on, on an, a long even a three mile run with them ever okay and uh Pretty sure that if I use them at all, it'll only be for races, okay. not training. Okay. They're pretty fl- uh, flimsy. Yeah, they're expensive but very, very light, very flimsy, and apparently not built for uh, durability.
0: So you'll have, you'll save them for next year's senior games.
1: Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I don't think I'll find any races now. There's some. Uh, races that are fundraisers for organizations that are virtual. Yeah. You send in a time, and then they record that you have run it. They trust you. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're fundraisers for different organizations, and I've gotten some emails from them, but I don't think that I'm going to participate in any of that. First of all, the first thing I have to do is get my – heal better but yeah. I think that's going to happen pretty quickly
0: that's good now uh, what does the senior games mean to you
1: oh um, well since I've done it for so long I, there are several people that I see both at the Greensboro City games and then also at the state games and I enjoy conversations with those people and also the competition with them Um and uh so that it it's a an enjoyable comp- enjoyable competition as well as the uh meeting uh, people that are friends
0: yeah yeah unfortunately you said you have not been to nationals
1: never uh and i don't think i would have been in the top 100 if there uh, you know that many people there yeah um uh, i, I you probably know Tom Henley has done extremely well. He's a discus thrower and holds the state record by more than 10 feet in at least uh, two divisions. Uh, and he's medaled at nationals. I think he may have even won it. Okay. And wow. Dora Brody has also done extremely well at nationals. But um, I, I have not gone, though. No.
0: Yeah. Um So if uh, I'm trying to think, we've had some people from here that have gone the nationals and actually have done pretty good as well too. I know in some of the running events, Um, so the competition is is definitely there. And I think I told you the story of uh, the three 100-year-old participants last year at uh, at nationals that ran. I think they ran the the, maybe the 50 meter. so you make it to a hundred, and and you're still not guaranteed a gold medal. Yeah.
1: No, I, <laughs> I, uh, but I've got enough else that's wrong, uh, that uh, my making it to a hundred is a real long shot.
0: Oh, I think you're going to be there. I, I'm going to count on you. <laughs> well,
1: thank I think you, Pete. Y-
0: you're you're amazing. And um, so one last question. So what what motivates you to just keep doing what you're doing?
1: Well, I uh, started out saying I'm fortunate that I am motivated. Uh, I don't know that there's a, um, a force that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like, uh, one, it's fun, yeah. and two, uh, that I uh, know it's important. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I advised my patients to be active, and I... Thought I was doing the proper thing, setting a decent example. Yeah, but I was not one of those doctors that had all his medals strewn across his office.
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I think most people that came to my office knew that I was competing in running events.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think it provides a good example to to everyone of that just how beneficial it is. So,
1: yeah, I don't think I ever um, expressed any talent, Uh, but it was the first thing I did where being little is an advantage. Yeah, Um, and uh, you know, I've been playing tennis and having people, large people, just uh, smash overheads down at me, and I wasn't big enough to uh, to do that to them. When when I tried playing basketball I obviously never got a rebound in my life. But uh and, and there were doctors against uh dentist basketball games and we chose the uh name to put on our uniform and uh, mine was Muggsy.
0: <laughs> I like it. That's why Well
1: I- he, I mean, you just can't believe uh <laughs> what he was able to achieve.
0: I, mean, I know. This
1: is Muggsy Bogues.
0: Yep, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why I think it's amazing for I, his I height. I think
1: he <laughs> even uh, even to this day, and I'm not sure about it. I think he holds the assist to turnover ratio for a career in the yeah. NBA.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um last thing, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I appreciate you um, taking time, but what advice would you have, would you give to people, maybe in their 70s and not sure about exercise?
1: Well, they probably, if they're sedentary to that point, they probably need to get checked out by uh, a physician before Mm -hmm. they start and that they should start slow and not try and overdo it. Uh, But to Uh, work out and work up um, to a a reasonable level of activity, and most of the guidelines say it should be about 20 to 30 minutes at least uh, every other day, and it can be more than that, whatever people are comfortable with, but it's probably decent if you're 70 and haven't been active to get checked out first.
0: Yeah, I think that's good advice. Oh, are you doing any balance exercises?
1: I was in a balanced study, Uh, people from UNCG, graduate students, and they may still need to recruit more. Um, They had us uh, stand on a a waffle board that was on top of a sort of uh, hemisphere, uh, and to do that for i think 30 seconds on and 30 seconds off 20 times 3 times a week for 12 weeks and there was a pretest and tests halfway through at the end and several times for the next 12 weeks and there were no individual results ever going to be given to people but the aggregate results we were promised we would get okay but they needed a sample size of 90 and they were getting four or five here uh two or three different times a year. Um, but I don't know that they've even finished their recruiting. It's now two or three years ago, okay, uh, but I haven't heard any results from that. okay. Uh, I couldn't either tandem walk or uh stand on one foot for any for large number of seconds. And balance is important, and mine isn't good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I asked, because of the tennis. I wondered if you were doing any balance exercises every day, just even standing with eyes open or eyes closed, or doing any tandem stand or anything.
1: Well, the uh, the tests included the tandem walking mm-hmm. uh, and also standing with uh, eyes closed, Uh that doesn't upset me. I can stand indefinitely with, if my feet are r- relatively far apart okay. uh, with my eyes closed without falling, but I can't do the tandem walking, and I can't stand on one foot. Okay. The exercise the in the test, it would have been for 30 seconds, but I'm off within 10 seconds most times.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: well... I hear that tennis is good for balance. Yeah. And certainly, uh, you know, you, you go through a lot of different movements. Uh, and while I've only fallen that, that once, uh, I guess I fell a couple of years ago. Uh, there was, There was a bad bounce and the ball came instead of out towards my forehand, in right towards my body so i tried leaning backwards and i was able to get the ball to go over the net but i fell on my tuckus yeah uh, and fortunately that was soft enough spot that it did not lead to a an injury
0: yeah that's good yeah i think tennis is good because one just for your reflexes because you have to move so if you were to lose your balance the hope is because you've been playing tennis that you're going to react just like you are swinging at the ball, coming at you. So you're, you're forced to have a quick reaction time. So I think tennis is a great sport um, to, to keep up as long as you can keep yourself moving.
1: Yeah, some of the colleges now, with the budgets being uh, so wiped out, are stopping some sports. And uh, I was glad to see the school I went to they cut golf and swimming um and the lightweight men's rolling crew mm-hmm. but left tennis and track in in its place and i felt that's fortunate uh just because there were sports in which i had an interest <laughs> but uh there are lots of uh schools where tennis and track are on the chopping block
0: yeah i think this year is uh Difficult year with everything being canceled. I don't see much of any activities going on. Um, do you have any sayings or mantras you use on a day-to-day basis? No. Okay. I'm just curious. And I had
1: a friend that when he ran would sing the tune uh, for the ridge on River Kwai. Yeah. <laughs> and his rhythm for running. Uh, was based on him uh, singing that to himself, <laughs> but no, I've never had a mantra or a- anything. Okay,
0: um, you just go out and and just in, and do the do the activity. So that's good.
1: What is your blog address?
0: So it is called weatheredathlete.com dot com.
1: Okay, if I punch www. And then what you've just told me, com. Yes. Uh, there'll be a website. Yes. Well, thank you for interviewing me. I hope your blog will be successful.
0: I I hope so. My my main purpose is just to, one, hopefully people find it, but just to see that things aren't perfect. They may have issues, but we need to stay active and, and continue to exercise and I think you at 90 and, uh, Charlie at 77 and I have a person had his colon removed when he was 29 and he's in his sixties and he's still doing, uh, Ironman events. I think it just shows people what's possible if they just try.
1: what is your, uh, work, uh, you're a physiotherapist?
0: Yeah, I'm a physical therapist. Yes.
1: And do you work, uh, in Greensboro?
0: Yes. So I'm uh, I'm a geriatric special, specialist, so I have my specialty in that. And I do home care right now for Encompass Home Health. So I used to be in outpatient sports medicine, and now I've been back in home care for about four years. So I go to people's homes to see them.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, I, there was a, a person, his first name is Joey, and I can't remember his last name now. Who I had bypass surgery in 2012. Okay. And he came to the home um, the first couple of weeks. But after the second week, uh, he asked me, Well, how far did you walk uh, the, over the weekend? And I said, Well, five miles each day. <laughs> and he quickly filled out the exit page. <laughs> Uh, because he could only do it if I was homebound.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Five uh, mi- you walking five miles makes it difficult for us to say you're homebound.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he got out of there pretty quickly after that. But uh, it, it it was good. I, I thought that uh, I came along pretty well. It yeah. was interesting uh, that one of his opening test was to have me start sitting, stand up, walk across the room, come back and sit down. Yeah. And he told me that usually at the entrance to his physiotherapy the average time was 20 seconds and by the time he finished it was 14 seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: And he did two runs at the entrance. He never did an exit test because he after that five miles, he was out of there pretty quickly. But in um, my time, and this was within two weeks from bypass surgery, was, I think, seven seconds the first run and 5.6 seconds the second run. Um, and But I never was able to run continually after that bypass surgery. Yeah. And I'm not sure what it was. They, they did a... a a number of cardiopulmonary uh that made any difference, and they even tried me with oxygen uh a um, a um, concentrator a portable concentrator that I took with me on runs that like uh, had it in my back like a knapsack okay and that never made any difference either
0: okay do you, you don't pay attention to your heart rate at all, do you
1: uh, I watch it, but i I had a cardiac monitor, but i uh never could get it to read accurately okay. but i uh I know my resting heart rate, which was uh in my forties most of the time, has climbed to the mid fifties now okay uh, when when I was in ICU after the bypass surgery, it was low enough so they had to reset the alarm. Okay uh instead of having it go off at forty, my nighttime resting heart rate was setting the alarm off repeatedly, and <laughs> I had to lower it to somewhere in the mid thirties because I was lower than forty when I was sleeping, but I don't think it, it, it that has drifted up, and yeah. probably will continue to,
0: yeah, um because I'm sure because of how fit you were, I'm sure it was your resting heart rate's always been fairly low. Do you think?
1: Well, when I was running marathons, it was in the uh, upper thirties, uh, wow. but it's drifted upward uh, as I've aged. Wow! Uh,
0: wow, that you're amazing. I, 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 I'm just so inspired by watching you every year at senior games. It, it's, it's my highlight to to see what you what you can do, and yeah, um, well, I've you've enjoyed had
1: it. To- you've had to stay around an extra half hour after the last runner on the 10k.
0: I, I've enjoyed that though. That's, uh, the see the, see you do the 10k. Um, and, and I, like I told you, I tried as hard as I could to get as level as I can, but there is no way to make things level in Greensboro, especially country park.
1: Oh, um uh, well, that, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, there there are hills there where I can't run the whole downhill. Yeah. I have to break it up into two or three running sections. Yeah.
0: So stay safe, and then hopefully come next year again, um, you'll still be the baby. I, I don't think you're going to have any competition, at least here in Greensboro,
1: next year. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> um, I've enjoyed this, and I'll look forward to going to weatheredathlete.com. Yep. Great. Okay. Thanks, Pete. And oh, good you're luck very with welcome. Your
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great talking to you. Okay. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did. Doctor Rosen demonstrates a great example of practicing what you preach. He states he never had to hang his medals on his office walls, but his patients knew how important fitness was to his health and hopefully to theirs as well. What I find more remarkable is his ability to recall events and activities like they were yesterday. If I did not know him, there were numerous times it was easy for me to forget I was talking to a 90 year old As a physical therapist, I feel his biggest attributes are his self-motivation, his continued cross-training over the years, and his ability to adapt his training style to allow his body to recover. I am disappointed that he was not able to compete as the baby of his age group this year at senior games. He is a great example of how if you can stay active, continue moving forward, and in the games long enough, you can reach the top of the podium. Just imagine the things I can do in another 35 years. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Please don't forget to hit subscribe to this podcast. Give me a rating on iTunes. Leave me a comment or drop me a line if you feel what you have, what it takes to enter the Weathered Athlete Podcast. Lastly, no matter how you complete your miles, use the following hashtag, my miles Are For as a way to reinforce the purpose of those miles. As always, my miles are for the journey. Pete Berusik.